What's up, people? Hey, listen, I told y'all I was bringing new content. Uh, what I wanted to do was get people who are actually in the trucking industry and continue to give back to that community. So for the first guest, no other than a guy who I've learned a lot from, uh, stalked his page when I was getting started and, and took some tips, especially in the hot shot. But I got my guy Craig from Crown CNC Transport. Uh, what's up, Craig? How's it going, man? How's, how's industry been treating you? Having me, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I turned the we was just talking right before we got on. I had to turn that broadcaster voice on. But uh, now, nah, man, I, I wanted to get you on, number one, to, you know, highlight, you know, your successes. And like I mentioned, I have been following you for a long time. Uh, definitely appreciate the game you put out. And I don't even think you do it to, you know, try to be an influencer. You just kind of show your journey, you yeah. know, have your business page. Because I know you're a Giants fan. I know you're a girl dad. You know, all those type of things I picked up on. Uh, but right where we're at in the in the current market, how have how have things been in the hotshot industry for you uh, specifically? Uh, it's been rough. I mean, especially when I first started. The number one thing, you know, shout out to um, RPM Transport. You know, he was one of the guys I was reaching out when I was starting out asking him questions. I mean, you know, I mean, the number one thing, you know, he told me was, you know, just, you know, if you're out there, especially in the, in the good, when it's like summertime, when the rates are good, save your money. You always like save your money because when it comes to December, January, February, it's rough. And he always told, you know, he also told me like, shoot for directs, shoot for directs. He kept pushing that to me. So you know, right now that's what I've been learning. You know, especially in this industry, I've met a lot of good people, even like brokers. Like I got a couple mm -hmm. brokers that just kept it real with me, like how like some of these rates are. And that's why I kind of went, like, right now, it's been a little rough, but I've been mostly with directs, you know. Yes. Yeah, so I've been, you know, so after I do my lows or whatever, you know, they cash, you know, ze uh, sell me my money, you know, when we deal with the problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. So y'all got a good relationship then if they zill, and I, I know they uh they call you Mr. in and out I've been seeing you go to Florida a lot. A lot of people try to stay away from Florida. With, uh, what's the secret there? I mean, with to see what I do, you know, especially without doing it direct. I tell people because you know I can haul cars. Cars ain't really that great. So what, what I do is like if I do a free, I'm like if I go to Florida, man, I'm not my race ain't gonna be two dollars. You know, mm. it ain't gonna be no little two dollars. I'm not going to no Florida. You gotta really pay. Okay, so right, I do go, but I do bring cars back. I'm still profit. You know, if I go to Florida for two dollars a mile, I break cars, but I'm not really making that much money. So that's okay. why, you know, how you do it. And, you know, I, you know, I go out there, and I, you know, because I dispatch myself. You know, I try dispatching, but I be dispatching myself. Yeah, you too, man. Sorry when I first started, but when I saw how much the percentage, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I want all my money. <laughs> no, nah, facts. Do you uh like do you, does your wife help you or do you do you do it all by yourself? Else, man, but. I'm so picky. That's the thing. Like, I know what I want. I don't know where I want to go. So, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, what you do? I was like, I don't know. I, was like, I have an iPad of already. I got two phones. I got one phone there, you know, that keep my, uh, you know, the, the, the tracking and all that. And I got my other phone or the cheap truck in. I got my iPad or that. So, so probably, oh, yeah. you know, and I always tell people, they like, you know, about the carrier package. A lot of people, they know it, you know, the Dolby field. I was like, nah, I was like, mm -hmm. it don't take that long to, you're like no carrier package, you know. I was like, once you hit your first letter or number, it's all automatically filled. A lot of people like for real, like a lot of people did not know about Adobe Phil. Just yeah, no, they're sitting right back to you. <laughs> right now, I I started using that when I was rolling too. And like you said, once you once you fill it in one time, it's gonna auto generate for you. 
because when I got started, I was thinking like, dang, I'm gonna have to have a printer. Like how I'm about to do this. And, uh, yeah, I was thinking, I was looking for softwares and found Adobe Fill, and it's free too. So if anybody's need to know a software to fill out your carrier packet or any of your paperwork, Adobe Fill and Sign is free. You could download it at the app store. Uh, but you said something, you said you, you take higher rates going into Florida and they have usually haul cars out. Yeah, so I take higher rates, but, you know, I kind of try to stay away from Miami. I try to stay mm-hmm. within, like, Orlando, Tampa area. Like, them, for some reason, they pay a little bit more as far as vehicles. You know, yeah. especially, like, Fort Myers. You know, like, the guy told me, like, nobody, like, you know, there's no guys down there. That's why if you go to Florida, the, break, the races are just because everybody down there. So I try to stay I away. always wonder why. Yeah. With them being on the water like that. It's because you said it's more trucks down here, so but mm-hmm. I like Orlando like Monday I gotta you know, have an oversized load going to Orlando, uh, which is playing great, but you know, paying like four dollars or something, you know, just to go to Orlando. So, you okay. know, but then if I don't find no freight or whatever, then you know, I book a couple of cars and I'm gonna still average out, you know, le- you know, over a little bit over, you know, and like over close to like in the mid twos by the time I get back home. You know, it works for me. You know, that's why I tell everybody, it's like, you can't really follow the next person path. Like, you know, some people want to stay out three, four days, five days. You know, I mean, I'm like, I, I go in and I come right back out. Oh, for real? So you be, so do you ever sleep in the truck or you usually sure. get right back home? Yeah, I say, well, you sleep. Like, if I go to Florida, like Monday, I leave. Yeah, to go to Florida, go to Orlando. Yeah, I sleep in the truck and wait for them in the morning alone. Go get whatever I got and break the next day, and it'll pay the right back. Okay, so so you're not doing the uh, them weeks or two weeks out then. Right when I first started, I was kind of doing it, but yeah, I don't do that. You know, especially with the directs I got. You know, they always, you know, it's me. That's why I tell you know, like with the directs, I usually have we have like maybe like four or five of us, and you know, when they, we just kind of rotate through that. And, you know, a lot of their stuff is south. So if that guy can't do it, you know, then we call the other guy and then we just be flip flopping, you know, get their freight. Yeah. So I, I've always noticed that about your page too. Like it always seemed like it was a direct freight coming from people you probably had relationships mm-hmm. with. When you got into uh, building that, that list of direct customers, what type of methods did you take to, to actually secure them? I mean, what they do, that's why I tell people, I was like, First, get you like a team because you know when you get the race, they want to know if you got more than one trucks. No, like in Atlanta, it's like maybe like it's like good about five, about five of us. So you know, I'm like, yeah, I got five, right? You know, we ready to go. You know, so they tell us if it's occurs, like, okay, you know, you got trucks. You know, because they don't want to call me, then I can't do it. And now they got to do it on the low board. You know, if I can't do it, my man RPM, he you know he he do it. If he can't do it, the next guy do it. But they freight gonna get moved. They've been happy. We said two. We got two companies like that. One in North Cross, and one is in like Stone Mountain. It's mostly like building material. So, so with that, y'all kind of got like a, a little consortium. Is that all different companies? Because you say RPM, yeah, it, and I know we got to deal with two of them. Yeah, it just it just two. One is there's uh, we did they did. Oh, if you see all these little big builders with the warehouses coming up, and they contract the people that go out there to oh. You know, put up a little side and all that, and we're they they need their supplies out there, so they're putting you know on their pay and put out their supplies on the truck, and we take it right out. You know, I like them too. Mm-hmm. You know, they have those there, and I know you at night and anything. 
but they, oh, they just don't okay. apply as so on the on the uh customer side you got a handful but within like that group of truckers who you were talking about y'all are all different companies right yeah, all different companies so you know you make it seem like i got guys that's ready to roll mm. like nah, that's good that's that's something i think a lot of people know they could do i mean that's something i'm learning because it's like hey i got 50 trucks but really i may only have 10 under my, you know if it's a big contract like that or if you got a group of boys who all rolling then sometimes y'all y'all be rolling together i'm sure at some point getting loaded and and moving so that's that's good info so if you need someone securing contracts or securing directs it would benefit you to have you know be in good contact with other people who have uh yeah, have yeah. multiple trucks or yeah. or a truck so that y'all can all be multiple trucks oh uh, no that's what's up i yeah, i just never thought about that start a company you really don't have to like you know if you got one 18 wheeler but if you got a bunch of reliable guys you know you could do like hey i got like five you know five trucks you know they really mm -hmm. don't all they worry about you put their name on this lock and your freight is secure you know that you're reliable that's good so do y'all have any type of do y'all still try to get new shippers or, or are y'all pretty busy with what y'all work with yeah like getting the rest is kind of hard you know mm -hmm. we, you know we've been I've been dealing with that for, uh, we've been dealing for nothing years. So, you know, I've tried to overload it. It is pretty hard. It's consistent. You know, being as like far as consistent with the freight and always calling you. It is pretty hard, you know, because, you know, when you first start, you know, you put on a suit and tie, try to go out, you know, trying to sway these guys. There's a whole bunch of them, but they be like, they need people, but these two people that we deal with, they really do call us there. So we still try to get more. You know, we still try to work to get more directs out here. Yeah, now y'all had to been uh, providing great service for, because I know some people get their directs and then get kicked off. So for, for to be working with them for years, yeah. Um, now you had said something about the car. So obviously on the semi side, they can't really do that. So what what is in your opinion? What's one of the benefits of being hot shot versus semi? Have you ever thought about crossing over? Have you ever? I've seen fifteen years experience. So have you ever? ran the semi for yourself i've ran you know i've been driving i was driving trucks with you know for companies for the long you know i started with slider of course and then i started with u.s foods for the longest so i'm debating because i have a couple of guys hot shot that switched over to step, uh, step decks and like ajc hot shots he's one of those shout out to him and, you know he really tried to get me and then uh, i got another guy out there and um in charlotte and, you know, step deck, how I move, probably be the route I go. Because mm -hmm. I kind of still move the same way as I move to the high shot. Because with the step deck, you know, I'm designed. Right. You know, if I do go to Florida, stuff like that. But yeah, just throw the ramps on there. Step deck and chassis. I'm the two I'm kind of looking at, you know, pulling all the containers. The container. Like Port of Savannah. I, oh, we've been in Port of Savannah. That's all I know in Georgia. With Savannah and Charleston, I got a broker, this lady. She, you know, that, she she pretty cool. She tells me like, hey, I I get you, I got the contract, you know. So I'm kind of leading between each other. If I really, you know, which route I want to go as far as depth deck or chassis. Yeah, does uh is the current market kind of having you think about that, or or has that been something you always thought about? I always thought about, and then when I see the high shot race go back up, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I'm. I need, you know, to tell my wife, I was like, I want to change, you know, get kind of more with the high shot, you know, so I want, you know, want to change and get a bigger truck, you know. So, yeah. This, uh, that, that field mileage definitely going, 
Oh, like that. Phil Miller's going to take that hit, but... uh, Hey, like the Florida area, because, you know, like, I do what I do here is, like, you know, I'll fuel up, and I get one of my gas in Jackson, Georgia, like $3.61. I fill up, you know, get my whole insurance, and then I can get me to Florida and head back without touching Florida fuel. Man, so in in your 15 years, you know, if people go follow you on, uh, we'll tag it on here, but on, on your bio, it has 15 years experience. I always see you posting like Mr. in and out uh, Like your grind has been consistent over the years that I've been in, and I'm sure, you know, way before that. Um, have you ever experienced a time like this where it's just so much uncertainty and freight demand and fuel prices are high but constantly fluctuating? I mean, there ain't a lot. This year is the worst, right? Yeah. This, this year has been the worst. Me and uh, my partner were just talking about it. Even when I first started Hot Shots, and then I know Ralph Christmas, I was like, oh my God, hey, you know, that's the first time I was dealing with Hot Shot. Like, freight is, but you know, fuel was still cheap. So now, you know, and I was, you know, we were still able to move with cheaper fuel, but now it's like freight is cheap, but fuel is high. So, man, the guy, and I like to say, I've been saying, like, I follow, you know, I respect your honesty. You're like, man, this, this is not it. Worth it, you know. There's a couple of guys like this is not it worth it, you know. But it's like I'm hoping I'm seeing if you go down rate, see like it, you know, it's going back up. You know, I always tell people like, well, March, April, you kind of start seeing it go back up. But it's like I'm hoping because I'm seeing if you is going back down. But it, I ain't gonna lie, this year's it's been the worst I've seen it since I've been managed. Nah, look this. So this how this how my situation played out. We uh. So around this time last year, we started going into that war with Ukraine, and you seen fuel going up, but you also seen rates like up there. I was like, okay, as long as rates stay right there with fuel, then we good. Uh, Three sixty a mile, four twenty. You know, we're we're averaging up there on the flatbeds, and we got higher fuel costs because we you know higher mile per gallon. But it was uh, it was sustainable. Okay. So then I had a group of guys. Uh, I guess you could call them investors, but they had trucks at one place. It's like, hey, look, we want to come over to you. I'm like, bet we gonna do this. I'm, I'm like, hey, look, this how it's about to be. We gonna do this. I understand fuels high, but rates are good. So we start onboarding. So in the summer, me and my boy Chad's out there all day, every day, putting straps on the trailers. Like we, we're getting the trailers. They bringing the trucks. We're supplying the trailers. We doing all this work, making sure everything ready. And June came, and I was like, hmm. Something ain't right. And my dad was doing all the dispatching because I was doing the work. Uh, and so uh, I'm just getting on him. I'm like, Dad, we can't take stuff like that. Like, he's like, I'm telling you, there's nothing on there. And I'm, I'm like, uh, oh, it's, it's something on there. You know, so I call somebody or, and the, the customers we was working with either didn't have as much demand or their rates had dropped. And then, of course, the low board was, was getting terrible. All right. And so right when I got this influx of trucks, that's when everything started going down fast. So July, I was like, all right, maybe it's going to turn around in August. August, I'm like, it's going to turn around in September. September, I was like, all right, now, this is getting out of hand. And then uh, the thing about how I was approaching that situation, working with people, now I'm answering all these questions. I started to feel like, all right, now this is, now I work for y'all pretty much. And uh, right. so I didn't like that. I didn't like, I just was suggesting, look, park y'all's truck. Let's park them and then we'll, you know, come back when it when it picks up but it didn't pick up month after month so i was like man this is you know i need to make a decision here and uh over the last year i have been working in other other industries not really expecting this it was just more so because of opportunities and getting invited to certain places 
and that's what made it easier to to park them. But I was like, it's a lot of a lot of folks who are not in your. If you're the driver, although I'm sure you're seeing less profit, yeah. but you still the driver, you know. But now when you have to pay out all these drivers and right. they don't have control over the maintenance and all of that different type of right. stuff, the repairs, it was like, all right, we had guys getting arrested. It was getting crazy oh. out there. Uh, I think I don't know if it was you. I seen somebody post uh, like, "Why don't you put people under your authority?" And it was like a meme of because they go f your yep. shit. <laughs> that was you, okay. Yep. So, what's your thoughts with with leasing people onto your authority? I, I got to tell somebody. I said, I said I tell everybody because I like I got a friend. You know, she's a female. It's a fall truck. She brought her own trucks, and she be like, she have trouble finding good drivers. I didn't even know it was so hard to find good drivers. And then, like, she had an incident, too. She, like, she found a driver, but then he left her, her truck in Birmingham, and it was, like, at the pilot for almost, like, three, three weeks. And she was like, I'm trying to call somebody to come go get my truck, you know. And he just mm-hmm. basically called them left. And, you know, and that's the benefit. Like, yes, that's another thing. Like, if you are an owner, you need to learn how to drive the truck. You got to go get it. But she don't know how to drive an old truck, so she really he was just stuck there. She was like, "I'm trying, you know." She like, "I can't get my truck back," you know. But that I mean, I've been seeing little nightmares like that, and when I was like, "Yeah, tell me, do your home." I mean, the best way is just do your homework, you know. Yeah, the homework finding a good truck. Can't just throw anybody in your in your truck, you know. You really got to do your background and make sure you know they just go reliable, you know, because everybody's you know like me. I'm just a little scary. Mm-hmm. You know, to put somebody under my authority and you just go up there, jack it up, my shirts go out and on leave and go get you another job. And now I'm stuck with Yeah, they, they can uh drivers definitely can they they don't have as much liability, they mess your stuff up and you left with the big bill. I remember I, I was hiring fast. I wasn't hiring slow. And uh, I hired this guy, he was talking. He was like, Man, I he I did this. I verified with the company though, but he hadn't dri- driven in like two or three years. Day one, he he turns over like a some low pipe, tears the airbags up under the trailer, busts one tire, but then because the airbags were leaking or whatever the airline was that he broke, the tires weren't even spinning. So he drug for a good amount of time the other tire. So I had to replace four tires, get the airbags replaced, brackets, all that within 24, 12 hours of hiring this guy. And I, I think what happens when you get too many trucks too fast you you just trying to fill them like all right do you qualify cool do you qualify cool and one of my mentors in the uh in the construction industry told me always hire slow and fire fast it's like okay that makes sense but what you said about your friend who doesn't have her cdl and her truck got abandoned i feel like social media has that like they're not talking about that people people legit are will sell you a twenty five hundred dollar course and never tell you any of the the bad possibilities. Get your CDL if you go if you gonna have trucks with other drivers out there. Get your CDL because at some point you it will get dropped off. I've had four four instances where my truck got abandoned. One in Arizona, one in Virginia, two in Texas, and uh, and then I had an instance where a driver broke down in Missouri. He was a brand new driver, last Fourth of July. And having my CDL, I took him another truck, also sat with that truck, uh, got it to a shop. And it was just beneficial to have my credentials to be able to move around like that. And trucking is not one of those businesses where you can uh, 
rely on, you know, I'm going to make a call to somebody with a CDL. Cause chances are they probably working already doing something. So you're going to have to wait on their time when they come back in town or something like that. Uh, so as a, as a person on social media, seeing all the different influencers popping up, what would you say, like from a person who's actually in the industry to someone who's looking to get in to hot shot and then potentially to move into semi? My, my first, you know, like, especially at the truck stop, they always pull you at the truck stop. And there's a lot of people that like, I want to do a hot shot. I want to do a hot shot. And I tell people, some people could kind of have no truck in the industry, jump into the industry. I was like, ah, oh, was kind of bitter because I had a cousin do what she do great. And I was like, but he's like, you don't want to be a company driver. So try to company driver, you know, for a little bit that you can know the road. Cause there's a lot of rules out there. Mm-hmm. Not just like a personal car jumping in and just go, you know, it's everybody get your CDL. I mean, thank you ready to, you know, you had your CDL and jump into the high shine. I say, good, but I say, there's a lot that comes with it. It's not just strapping and going. I know the rules, you know, the DOTs and it's, it's so much. And then what I did, of course, I kind of knew the rules from work out you know, driving, you know, trucks and stuff like that. So, you know, I tell everybody, it's like, you know, but if you do it, that's like, you know, just trying to, you know, learn the, you know, saying the rules. And it's part of the maintenance, too. Mm-hmm. One of the things when I first got the, uh, my truck, I mean, I took it to Dodge a couple of times, and I was like, oh, John. And after I, me, I was like, I was, I don't know, and I started, I'm like, YouTube University. <laughs> you know, you do like, how I do that, how I do that. And now, you know, I do all pretty much everything myself. I said, if this is something major, I'm not touching it. But I can tell everybody, it's like, do it. It's just, it's just got to learn this industry. Cause I was like, these DOTs are out here. We'll eat you up. Hey, <laughs> come out here blind. Right. And it's a lot of people want to do it without. It's like, tell straight up. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I see people that when they claim they doing good without the CDL, but I, I was like, man, I like, nah, I'll tell you, like, let's get your CDL. You got to get the A with the air brakes mm-hmm. so that you can run, you know, hot shot. Right, get it. Yeah, you could get it in your hot shot setup. I didn't know that, so I got mine. I'm glad I did get it in the semi, but, uh, like, my interest, my interest is hot shot. I seen it at a, at a truck stop. And I was like, man, what's that? My girl's dad was in trucking a little bit. And I had never really talked to him about it, but we dropped him off. And he was like, oh, that's hot shot. He was doing it, actually. He was like, that's hot shot. I make this. And I, me, I heard the numbers. I was like, I bet. I'm in. You know, and uh, I was like, it's a dually. It's a trailer. I could figure that out and jumped in. And like you said, not knowing. Luckily, I, I was diligent in learning the rules and regulations. But there were a lot of times I'd be at the truck stop. And my stuff is completely wrong. Paperwork in another trucker will be like, you got this, you got that. You know, they helping me out. Like I ain't have DOT inspection. I ain't have a lot of stuff that I needed when I first got going. And uh, even still though, if I could start over, I would get all my processes in place, get all my systems in place yeah. and, and get mentorship. I didn't even know that there were, uh, now I wouldn't pay 2,500 for mentorship, but I, you know, I'd reach out to people like, like yourself, people who are actually doing it and uh, see if I could, you know, buy some time to really figure out what it's like to really be out there. What type of issues you run in with DOT, what places to stay away from. Cause I done been in some, some Confederate flag parts of Alabama and I was worried I wasn't going to get up out of there. So now nah, that's cool, man. Uh, 
what uh what's some crazy like what's some crazy experiences you have went through being uh being in the, on the road Damn, crazy i'm not well it's just mostly like you always see me like i mean i know dot need to be out there for safety but sometimes they could be real little you know like i had one guy one white guy you know he was uh he was cool but then he would try to get me caught in my ticks and I, that's the first time I, that was one thing even though i drove trucks no, like the driver and the passenger had to be clear. Mm. So I was like, no, it's, so I was like, the sun and all that. I'm trying to explain. I was like, be beaming. He said, no, you know, commercial vehicles have to be clear. You know, they got to be clear. He kind of let me go. But then he was like, well, then another one, he was like, oh, go through, uh, he was like, where's your own instruction card for your EOD? And I looked at it, I was like, Oh, I don't work my EOD. He said, no, you have to have the instruction card in your truck in case, God forbid, something happened to your truck. We jump in. We got to learn how to work your EOD. He said, you have to have that in your in your folder. And I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? But, I mean, as far as, like, band, like, mechanical, I'm not going to wood. Have a, you know, I haven't, haven't had nothing really terrible, you know, like, terribly bad. Yeah. Like, oh, my, you know. Yeah, it just, I really did. To tell you the truth, it just run into the little DOT or what's it? hit me by my most thing. Like, you know, another thing in Alabama, I didn't know you run over the scales. And that happened a couple of weeks ago. And um, when you ride over the scales, they know your tire pressure. Dang. And I, yeah, when you ride over the scales, you know, I got a pre pass. So it didn't beat, you know, it, it, it didn't beat red. And I was like, man. So he put me in and he pulled out and he came out. I was like, oh, what do you, when your tires are flat, and I look, and he showed up. One of the inner dually tires was flat. And he knew it. I told that, like, mm-hmm. right over them scales, they they know your tire pressure on each tire, and if it's not where it's at, they gonna pull you in. He oh, so he said, "Well, you talking about the scales on the highway, like where where them lines are when you're rolling? Those are sensing tire pressures, and that's gonna dictate if they are gonna pull you in sometime." Yeah, I did not know. Tire- yeah, you're tired too. I know Alabama, they did it twice. One of them or 20 going into Alabama, and he pulled me in. And he said, When you're tired, it's short enough for the tire. He's like, Well, you got to park over there until you get fixed. So luckily, there was a tired guy over there. And I was like, Hey, can you check my tire? He said, Well, it's still on the roof. You're good. I said, like, Man, just fill it up. And he filled it up. And I, and I went up to the DOT, and I was like, Hey, my tire. And he changed his head. Well, go back across the scale. Let's see. And, you know, it was at the level where he let me go. Oh, wow! Oh, that's like, like Alabama. Yeah, when you ride over it, they check the tire pressure. Now, I don't know if all of them do that, but I know Alabama for sure. I'm gonna say if Alabama got it, then other states got it because I don't, I don't think their budget is as Louisiana and Mississippi might not have it yet. Though we got it. I'm from Louisiana, so we got to upgrade there. Uh, now I got hit by DLT for tent as well. I was in Missouri. That was the first time I pulled out the NFL. I was just hoping because I was like, my, my yeah. record's clean. I pulled that NFL card out. It's like, so you uh Chiefs fan? He's like, absolutely. Like, uh, you know, we right here. That's that's our pretty much closest team. I was like, okay, cool, cool. I was like, man, I used to play. He's like, oh, really? Well, I'm not going to give you a ticket. Like, I'm going to just give you a warning. But the warning still went on there. So uh, it was really, really didn't do much of a difference other than save me some money. Um, then I had a cool guy out in Colorado. I didn't, so I didn't know you had to have the paper logs when I got started or, you know, you got the ELD, but you got to have editable logs. So 
and I didn't have any service though, but he let me find some service and download uh, ELD sheets from Google and to, and then bring them back to him. So I was like, yeah, so he was cool. They still got me on a few things, but he was cool. And uh, I think like my, my record was good. Like my safety score was good when it was me. Now, once we start growing, just like that meme you posted, people started like, just messing up. I was like, golly, are y'all not doing pre-trips? Uh-huh. We had, we implementing so many different things, pre-trip apps, take a picture, you know, doing all these different things. And somehow the simplest thing that can be checked is still not getting checked. And we're getting got on that in the, uh, in the inspections. And so that's crazy. What, what do you think about, about mentorship? Like if somebody was to reach out to you, what, uh, you know, would you be willing to help them? I mean, I'd be willing to help her. And that's why like, a lot of people, you know, not they're saying they get bragged, but everybody like, man, you know, when people hit me up, like I hit so many people up, you'd be the only one that replied. And I was like, the only reason I was like that, because when I got started, I didn't know. I mean, yes, I was in trucking, but I still had to learn to get into high shot. I had a friend. Actually, he was working at U.S. Foods with he left first and started doing it. Mm-hmm. And then he used to, I, well, I mean, every day, just ask a question, ask a question. You know, even how to get my authority set up. And he was a company, you know, he's like, nah, it's a company at Griffith, Georgia. They set you up from A to Z. They won't let you, you know, and I like, because I didn't know the paperwork, you know, what to do and stuff like that. And, you know, he was, he did it for free of charge. Like, I, when I him, I wouldn't know nothing. I'm thinking I had to do everything. And I just paid this one company. They set up my authority, you know, he gave me an insurance agent, you know, and they had, you know, got me rolling. That's why my dad was something like, give you quick, you know, they don't, ain't that fun. Right. Like, I said, just free information. I was like, and I think you said so too, I think, well, Google's like, mm-hmm. Google's a lot of stuff, you know. So like, you know, none of the stuff, it's just, it's just free out there. Yeah. We ain't got to on that buddy. If I got the time, yeah, I'm gonna ask you a question. If I don't know, you know, I ask the next man. Now that's how I got completely started from from Google and YouTube. And same, I reached out to people, and uh, I wasn't getting any responses. And that's why I never really felt. I never when I started the YouTube channel, I didn't know like people were, uh, you know, mentors or anything. I just was documenting my journey, which led people to asking questions. So then I put the book together because I noticed it was like a lot of the same questions. If it's steps, then then here, and I think I'm I'm probably just about to make that free as well, and uh, okay. that way it's just a guide out there for people. And um, I put that together because it was the same question, so then I directed people there. And I go a little bit of seeing like, okay, uh, you could get paid for information, but then now that I see where it's gone, I'm like, I don't want to be associated with that at all. Uh, not not on that level, like twenty five hundred. Like, dang, that's that's your insurance. That's your startup money right there. Uh, where you could go on Google, YouTube for free, DM a couple of people and get your, uh, you know, get your whole process going. But now, nah, man, I definitely appreciate the trucking game. I, I see that you are a heavy New York Giants fan. Uh, what are you from that area? Or what's up with that? Yeah, actually, I used to live in New York. Okay. I remember Clay's uh, decided, like, let me get out of New York. <laughs> Came to Georgia and started, you know, started my life. Okay. And, uh, probably the best move I know, you know, but being in the South, I like, I'll never go back to New York. Yeah, no, I, I've never been. Um, I guess Jersey. We played the we played the Giants when I was with the Redskins or the Commanders. So, you know, big division games all the time. 
Uh, I was in the NFL for five seasons, uh, 14, 15, 16, 17. I was recovering. I had broke my leg. And then uh, 18, I went to the Colts. But that's also when I started the trucking company because I could see the end coming. So it was like, I see I see this door about to close. Um, tried personal training in the middle of that. It, it didn't go well. And that's when I went to the truck stop with my girl's dad and seen that hot shot. It's like, boom, there it is. And it was cool, man. I, I enjoyed getting into the trucking industry. It's a grind. It's definitely, actually, I'll say this. When I was driving, it was it was a grind, but it was a peaceful grind. Once I started growing, yeah, and if, if anybody who watched the channel or, or looked on Instagram, you see me stop posting because I was stressed out. We're for real running, trying to deal with drivers and all this different stuff. And uh, I will say, man, having that many trucks, we got up to at any time, actually rolling probably like 14 or 15, but. I was hurting like my family life, all type of stuff. I was stressed out all the time on call, you know, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. phone calls would blow out. And so uh, it's pretty peaceful now with uh, having a park. We leave some of the stuff out and everything and, uh, you know, we keep it. When your trucks, you ever thought about it? That was the one of the stands I noticed that you would. I did cut stand it, but I see why, because that's their cover. The cameras that. Facially, face the, mm-hmm. you know, how and it face the drop. You know, and especially US Blue, it's almost like three strikes. Wow. It was tough, like I was driving, and I think I remember my Twix candy bar fell on the ground, and then I went to grab it, but I kind of hit the gravel a little bit. Uh, camera off, but the next day they called me to office because the camera went off. It caused like the last, first seven seconds of the last seven seconds. And he was like, Great, what you doing? I was like, Oh, man, I was, you know. And then it's like, even on a fall, like if you would hit a buck and that camera went off in the truck, you know, I hated it, but now I was like, well, I kind of see why yeah. do that, you know, but I hated it. Nah, yeah, they got to, they got to cover their end. I, one of my issues early on was trying to be the, uh, the cool, uh, I was cool with the drivers and I, then I realized like, these folks don't care. They don't care. They try to get their check. And so, uh, if I, if I start running them under my authority again, I'd definitely be a lot stricter, but we got some good yeah. things going. Some, uh, some opportunities in the oil field working with. So I actually started working with a private equity company who started working with, uh, like they had a friend in the oil field. And so that kind of came up where we found some opportunities in the oil field and then some uh, transportation contracts and government contract. And so as we get those rolling or need to fill them more, I'm gonna start posting that stuff as well. But, uh, Man, I appreciate your time. I don't want to take up too much of your Saturday. Uh, but we're going to get this uh, edited and cleaned up and then get this posted. And then uh, I'm going to make sure that people know where to find you because I'm sure folks are going to need yeah. had that help from somebody with us. Uh, I had a couple people I was talking to. Can I watch it down live? I was like, nah. I said, you go, you know, we go already talking. I know he's going to you know, edit it and post it. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about. Uh, getting some type of theme to where I do like one of these a week or one of these every two weeks. Okay. Trucking Tuesday or transportation yeah. Tuesday or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll all figure it out. Sure. But uh, it definitely will get posted. And I appreciate the time, man. Uh, definitely great to have you as the first guest because I always, I always show, you know, give you your flowers in my posts and uh, to be able to connect is definitely an honor for yeah. you. So best of luck out there, man. I know you're going to keep killing it. Continue to do what you do and stay safe out on that road. And then hit me up if, if I can return the favor in any way. Yeah, no doubt, man. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir.